0: Welcome to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. We're in the middle of a series now dealing with God's promises. We've been in this for about 12 weeks, I believe, and today's podcast is entitled, God Promises to Answer Our Prayers. Today we're going to discover why certain types of prayers will never be answered. We're going to learn what are the steps to having our prayers answered, and why does the Lord seem to delay sometimes His answer for us. We're going to talk about how to guarantee, actually have your prayers guaranteed that they'll be answered. We're going to understand why God will reject some prayer requests? And why will our God say no? are sometimes not now. So we have an outline for you I think that'll bless you, but first let's get into prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity I have to pray for this podcast at this time. I pray you would bless it, that you would anoint it, and I invite the Holy Spirit now to come in, take complete control, charge, take charge of everything that takes place today, and I pray that those who are listening in would surrender their thoughts and their minds to you, as I have, and I ask that the Holy Spirit now would give clarity to your word and give direction to the areas we cover and discuss. Thank you once again for what you've done in the past and we look forward to a great successful time of seeking your guidance about the promises of God and how he answers prayers. We'll give you praise for what's about to take place and we give you all the glory now. In Jesus name I pray, amen. As a pastor, I often met with those who were confused about their prayer life. They would ask me something like, is God even listening to my prayers? Then others would tell me that all of their prayers are being answered and they just thank God for it. And it's interesting to think about why does that happen? Why does this happen to Christians who read the same Bible translation, they sit underneath the preaching of the same pastor and they attend the same prayer meetings at the same church? Now, as you would expect, these two individuals are approaching prayer in the correct way or possibly in the incorrect way. So that we're going to deal with that today and talk about how to have the right approach in our prayer time so that we're prepared spiritually, emotionally, and we've got the Word of God in our heart and our mind and we can approach prayer powerfully yet respectfully to our God because our God promises to answer our prayers. But there are things that we need to do. There are things that we need to prepare for in order to be sure that our prayers reach the throne of God. Let's start with the correct way to take our prayers to God and the incorrect way. Kind of share both of them. Our prayers must line up with God's word and be in God's will. God's word tells us that we must not judge others. See, we can't go to the Lord and ask for prayer if we have unforgiveness towards other people or if we're judging people or we're condemning people. If we have that spirit in our life, we need to remove that. You know, the Bible even tells us that when we go to the altar to make a a gift to, to the altar, to the work, of the Lord, we should go back and clear things up with people we've maybe had problems with before we make our gifts known to God. Because God wants our spirit to be right when we approach Him. And when we go to prayer, we've got to be right in our spirit. We have to be focused on the things of God. We've got to get these things that we're struggling with out of our mind and be ready in faith to go to God and believe that He's going to do something very special in our lives. I've known people who've come to me and they wanted me to pray with them and they've talk about a need that they have in their family. And they'll tell me that maybe they're at odds with a family member or a mom or dad or someone. And they'll say, I just need to pray about that because they've got all these problems and they're this and that. And they start talking about how terrible these people are and how awful they are and all the terrible things that they've done. And I like to stop them and tell them, hey, we need to be careful here before we go to prayer. We can't ask God to help us get revenge on someone uh, because if someone's hurt us, then we need to ask them to forgive us. See, God's will says to pray for those who have persecuted us, for those who have been offensive towards us, to those who are even attacking us. We've got to pray for them and ask God to help them and bless them and help them get over the challenges that they're facing in their own life. So in order to approach God, we've got to have a clean heart, clean mind, and be walking free from unforgiveness with a pure heart and expecting God to meet our needs and bring forth the miracle that we need. I believe one of the correct ways to take our prayer request to God is to tell him, not my way, God, but your way be done. Now, of course, we know that Jesus said, not my will, but thy will be done. And I just think we need to approach God saying, I don't want to do it my way, Lord. I want to do it the way you want it to be done. So I bring my petition, my prayer before you. Another way to present our prayer request to God is to claim a promise in his word. Now, here's an example. Heavenly Father, your word says that if I draw close to you, that you'll draw close to me. After we pray that and we bring that to God, of course, he knows that scripture. We're not reminding him of anything. But then after we claim that scripture and we bring it to him, then we do what it tells us to do, that we seek God, we claim his words, and we go after him. And we ask the Holy Spirit to direct our actions and our thoughts and pursue God. And that way, God will be pleased with that pursuit. I was talking to a Jewish fellow the other day who's a converted Jew into Christianity, so he is a messianic Jew, and he was telling me, he says, you know, that they have proven that God has fulfilled every promise that he ever made to Israel. And You know, here I am in the middle of this series on the promises of God, and that really inspired me because a lot of people don't think that way, but God honestly has always fulfilled every promise he's ever made. That's because he's God. He doesn't lie. He doesn't make up stories. He doesn't try to fake us out. He's God, and when he says something, when he promises to bless his people he blesses his people. God promises to be with us and that he'll never forsake us. And because of that, we can put our trust and confidence in him and bring our prayers to him and seek the answers to our prayers. However, we may have to wait for his timeline as to when he answers our prayer requests or the needs that we have. God always answers every prayer that we will ever ask. He will say yes or no or not now. Yes and no are easy to understand. It's either, yep, okay, God's going to do that, or no, he doesn't want it. But not now can be a little confusing. When we think about that God's ways are greater than our ways, and God's thoughts are greater than our thoughts, then maybe because his ways are greater than ours, then maybe he's got a better plan for us. You see, if God says no or not now, it is probably because God has something better for us. That is why I love the scripture found in Proverbs chapter 3, and verse 5, in the New Living Translation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding. and all your ways acknowledge him, and he'll direct your path. You see, we've got to trust God. We've got to believe that God's going to be there. We've got to believe in his ways. And because of that, there's a scripture I just have to read before I go any further in this podcast. It's found in the book of Isaiah chapter 55 and verse number 8. Listen to this. He says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts. Well, that's maybe one reason why we, God tells us not now or no. It says, and my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. So when he says that, let's read. Verse nine, for just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So if, just because we have a prayer request doesn't mean that God's just gonna say, okay, fine, I am the you go ahead and place your order and I'll fill it. It's, you know, it's not walking through the drive-through and placing your order for something and I'll have two of these and one of those and six of those, four of those, whoever it might be, and then turn around and expect God to do exactly what you ask. No, God's ways are better. He's got a better plan. So when he says no or not now, we've got to accept that and walk in faith to believe that. God's got a better way. I'm going to do something a little bit different right now, just something a little different, and that is that in my introduction, I always do a little introduction to let people know kind of what to expect in the podcast. This is what the Lord's put up on my heart. This is kind of the outline of what I want to cover. And so I think we'll do something a little different in this particular podcast, and that is that I, I made these statements at the very beginning of the podcast, and I'm going to take those now and refer to them as statement number one, two, three, four, five. I think there's six of them, and then address those individually to be sure that when you read that and you thought what was coming, that you're going to receive that. Normally, it's all covered through the podcast anyways. But this particular day, I just feel led of the Holy Spirit to to take these one at a time and go through them with you. So let's look at statement number one. Why will certain types of prayers never be answered? Now, that's an interesting question. And so let's look at that. You see, I believe God will not say yes to any prayer that is not His will or that a prayer that does not line up with His word. God certainly... Not going to answer a prayer if someone is stating something that is not confirmed in the word of God. When Jesus prayed in the garden of Gethsemane, he said what? Not my will, but thy will be done. So when we bring our prayer request to God, we've got to be sure that it's God's will. And it's also a prayer request that lines up according to God's word. Statement number two, steps to have our prayers answered. So here's five biblical ones. I figure the best way to find answers to our prayers is to see what the word of God has to say about having our prayers answered. So let me give you five very brief scriptures. We'll go over them quickly at this point, and because I've still got some other things I want to cover. Step number one would be found in Colossians 4.2 in the New Living Translation, where it says, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. You see, when we go to prayer, we must go into prayer with thanksgiving. Our requests must be made to God with thanksgiving. We need to thank Him before we pray, even during our pray, and when we're finished after that we're praying because we've got to devote ourselves to prayer. You want your prayer's answered? Devote yourself to prayer with an alert mind and thankfulness. That's one way to get your prayer's answered. Number two in statement number two. 1 John 5, verses 14 and 15. Let me read that one to you. This is in the New Living Translation. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. That is the key word. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we we ask for. So if you want to have your prayers answered, then be sure that the request that we have is something that pleases God. God wants to bless us and he wants to meet the needs that we have and, and answer our prayer requests. But let's just be sure, I think it's so important to emphasize this, that our prayers must be pleasing unto the Lord. Step number three, found in John chapter 15 and verse 7, New Living Translation, But if you remain in me, and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. So we don't read that and just say, well, if I'm just going to make a request, it's going to be granted. No, there's a couple of key elements in here. If you remain in me, that means if we stay focused on God, we walk in the Spirit, and we seek God, and we give Him thanksgiving and praise for everything He's done, and and pray daily, and read His Word daily, and it says, and my words remain in you, which means you get the Word of God in you, that all of us need to get the Word of God in us. And if we remain in Him, and we walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, and our thoughts are fixed on Him, and the word of God remains in us, then our prayers are going to be answered. I believe that. Here's step number four in in how to have your prayers answered, how to know they're going to be answered. Found in Psalm chapter 37 and verse four, the New Living Translation. This is really very short and sweet, but very powerful. Delight in the Lord. We could just stop right there. Just delight in the Lord. If you want to have your prayers answered, delight yourself in the Lord. It says, and he will give you your heart's desires. You see, we've got delight in God, not delight in our desires. Over the years, when I've talked to people they get so wrapped up sometimes in the things that, that they want to have, the material things they want. And, and some of that's fine, and some of it can be a little off track. But they'll they'll try to delight themselves in things, and then they go they claim this scripture and say, well, the word tells me if I delight in the Lord, it'll give me the desires of my heart. And they like the desires of my heart, but they don't think much about the delighting in the Lord. So I believe this has to be step number four in steps to have our prayers answered, that we delight in the Lord first, and then our desires uh, will be fulfilled what's interesting, if we delight ourselves in the Lord, our desires will be right. Think about that for a second. All right, step number five in steps to have our prayers answered, found in Matthew chapter 21 and verse 22. These are the words of Jesus in the New Living Translation. Here's what Jesus said, you can pray for anything and if you have faith, you will receive it. So he's not just saying pray for anything and you'll get it. He doesn't say just ask me and I'll give it to you. He's saying that there's a condition to having our prayers answered and that's to have faith And that's faith and trust in him and confidence in him. And when we pray, we don't say, well, Lord, if you will, or if you could, or possibly if you would like to do this, we pray, Father, in faith, I believe, and I trust you. I know you're able. I know there's nothing too difficult for you. And so therefore, I'm bringing this petition to you. And so I, I step out in faith, believing for the need that I have. And I believe if we do that, our chances of having our prayers answers increase tremendously. All right, statement number three that we had at the beginning of this. Why does the Lord seem to delay his answers for me. Now, some of you might say, yep, that's the one that I was waiting for. That's the one I want to know about. Well, I think we all want to know that. We all are kind of wondering sometimes is how come it doesn't come as fast or how come I don't get the answers as quickly as other people get? Well, in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 6 in the New Living Translation, here's what it says. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God and at the right time he will lift you up in honor. Wow, that's kind of an interesting scripture. You thought I was going to probably read something else about God's timing is always perfect. Well, it is. God's timing is always perfect. God is never late. He's always right on time. And yet we sometimes think that he's late, or a little slow in getting there. But in 1 Peter 5, 6, New Living Translation, look at what it says. So humble yourselves. You want to have your prayers answered? Then humble yourselves before the before the Lord, before Almighty God. And at the right time, that means his time, he'll lift you up. I believe that means he's going to meet our need. He's going to bring one of his promises to you, which is to see your prayers answered. All right, let's go to statement number four now. See what it has to say. How? to be guaranteed that our prayers will be answered. Now that's an interesting thing for me to say. How to be guaranteed that our prayers will be answered? Can we guarantee anything? Well I think God's word is filled with guarantees. Matthew 6 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. There is a guarantee. Seeking God first and his righteousness and his holiness and and who God is. You see a guarantee comes with a condition. You know if you buy a car and it says that there's a guarantee on the car. If you read the fine print, you'll find out that that guarantee has conditions. If you drive the car over a cliff, the guarantee or the warranty on that car is no longer effective. There's a guarantee for the car, but it comes with a condition. It's the same thing with God's Word. There's a guarantee that He'll answer our prayers, but there's a condition. The condition in this particular one was 1 Peter 5, 6, so humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. There's the condition right there. And then God says he's going to take care of our needs. So we sometimes think that I'm just going to pray this or pray that and we don't get the full scripture. We don't understand that there's a condition to the prayer that we have that we do certain things to receive something from God. All right, I'm not saying you're buying God's blessing, but there are conditions many times, most times to God's promises. I have one more scripture I want to read to you dealing with the subject of how to be guaranteed that our prayers will be answered. It's found in Matthew chapter 7. Seven, new living translation verses 7 through 11 I'll take a minute to read this but it's really powerful and it's very important to understand this verse 7 new living translation keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for keep on seeking and you will find keep on knocking and the door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives everyone who seeks finds and to everyone who knocks the door will be open you parents if your children ask for a loaf of bread do you give them a stone instead or if they ask for a fish do Do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to you or to those who ask him? So when we're talking about the guarantee, the guarantee is we just keep on keeping on. We keep believing that God's going to answer our prayers and we don't stop praying. We keep believing and trusting God. And I'm telling you, we can actually have a prayer time where we can expect and anticipate the blessings of God and know that God will fulfill his Promises to answer our prayers. Let's move on to statement number five. Understand why God will reject our prayer request. Now I touched on a little bit of this earlier on, but I'm gonna—I've got this new area that I want to add with add into this now and share this with you. If our prayers come laced with pride, our greed, our unforgiveness, or we reject God's discipline, then I don't believe God's going to answer our prayers. He's going to throw them out. I think He's just simply going to reject them. If we want our prayers to be answered and not be rejected, we need to be aware and must not violate Matthew chapter 22 and verse 37. Jesus said these words, very powerful, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Sometimes we go past that one, but in reality, if you want your prayers to be accepted by God, that's the first thing we need to do is make sure that we love God first. Put him first in everything, in our finances, in our marriage and our careers and our with our family. Put him first and exalt his name and bless him and pray to him and seek him and read his word and walk in the spirit and pray in the spirit and do all these things and make sure that God is the first love in your life then you have a great chance, a great opportunity that your prayer request will be answered by God. All right, let's move on to statement number six now. Why will God say no or not now? I know I said a little bit about that in the beginning, but I'm gonna add a couple comments to that. You see, God is sovereign. And so why does he say no or not now? He's sovereign, meaning that he has all power and all authority and he does not make a mistake. So if God says no or not now, he's right and we're wrong. God says no or not now because he has something better for us we got to believe that. When we pray and the answer is no or not now, then we've got to believe that God's got something exciting. I, I get excited about it. When I think God doesn't want me to do that, I can't wait to see what he's going to do now. What does he have in store? What does he plan for me? What he got planned for my family or my marriage or our, our church or our friends or my health? What does he have planned? And when we think that way, you wait and see. You're going to see that your prayers are going to be answered. Well, I hope that little series of, of examples of statements will help you. I thought I need to get a little deeper and have a little 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 more clarity on that before we move on. So as I close or move towards the ending of this podcast, I think it's important to understand that God wants to bless us and answer our prayers. You gotta realize he He's got conditions, yes, but he still wants to answer our prayers. Especially when we will be blessing the kingdom of God or that we will be blessed, he wants to bring forth that blessing. He wants to bless us in the kingdom of God. There is an old saying if at first we don't succeed, try, try again. Well, the scriptures have a verse that I read just a moment ago that's very similar to that. And it's found in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. on knocking and the door will be open. You see, that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to pursue him. He wants us to seek him. he wants us to seek him out in every area of our life. He wants us to put him first in everything. And when we do that, then we're we're lining up according to his word. We're doing everything we can to be prepared so that we can receive the answers to our prayers. And the and the prayers that we have will be appropriate. They'll be the right prayer. They'll please God. They'll make him happy. We'll delight ourselves in him. And because of that, then he wants to bless us and then he'll give us the desires of our heart. I tell you, I'm I'm getting excited about this because I truly believe this is a breakthrough for some people. They've got to realize, we've got to understand that God wants to give us the answer to our prayers. But sometimes we're just not doing things in the right way that we should. And I know that this is something I felt very strong about. That's why I dedicated this entire podcast to it. Now, the New International Version Translation Bible has 367 specific Bible verses about prayer. People asking about prayer or people praying or God asking us to pray or people asking other people to pray or whatever it might be. 367 specific Bible verses. Now there's 365 days in a year, so that certainly pretty much covers that one. Why would our God ask his people to pray unless he wants to answer those prayers? When God says to pray, we should stop talking Stop asking other people for their opinion. We should just simply pray. It's nice to seek counsel from others. It's, that's good to do that. But there's a comes a time when we need to get alone with God and pray. God promises He will do so much when we pray. He'll do so much more for us when we pray right and, we, and our prayers please Him. When God promises something, He does it. God's promises are activated when we have faith. Before every prayer, we must thank God for who He is and what he has done for us. We should thank God in advance for what we need. You see, I believe in that scripture that says that we call forth those things that are not as though that they are. I mean, I wrote a whole book on it. I've talked about it before. Very briefly, I have a book entitled Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. It's about believing for things to happen before you even ask for them. Calling forth those things that are not. That means they're dead. They're just not there. They're they're not gonna happen in your mind or in other people's minds. But call forth those things that are not as though that they are. Believe that they are. Experience that experience the answer to your prayer. When you make the prayer, just start expecting what that's going to feel like. When you see your marriage get stronger and you've been praying that your marriage will get stronger, then start anticipating what it's going to be like. When the two of you kind of fall in love again, you go back to that, that love that you had when you first met and when you got married and you decided to have children together and you decided to spend your lives together, you can rekindle that and bring that back. And you can you can bring that back and see it coming back before it actually happens. And we need to go to prayer with that type of anticipation, with that type of of expectation. And when we do, I'm telling you, we're going to be blessed. God's going to bless us in so many ways. God promises to answer our prayers. Therefore, let's pray daily and expect to receive his promises. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you. I'm going to pray for you right now and that, pray, that God will bless you and help you in your endeavors and your prayers and as you're seeking God for the needs that you have or the needs for others. Heavenly Father, I thank you once again for this podcast and for what you've given me. This whole lesson was laid out by you, by the Holy Spirit, directing me to the right scriptures, to the right area to cover things. And I believe it's answered questions for a lot of people. And I believe it's helped people get a better understanding of of how to have more successful prayers. I pray you would bless them in their prayer time, that you would anoint them in their prayer time, that their prayers would be pleasing to you, Father, that they would delight themselves in you, Father, in their prayer time, and then you will bring forth the desires of their heart, which is most likely, their prayer requests. I pray that their prayers will be powerful, their prayers will be answered, and that, God, that you will receive the glory and you'll receive all the honor and all the praise for answering those prayers. And once again, I thank you, God, for the gift of your Holy Spirit to come to us and help us and lead us and guide us and comfort us. I thank you, Lord, for this podcast lord that you put this together so that it could be used man invented it and you probably gave somebody the idea to have it done but lord it's now coming forth that we can have a podcast that goes around the world literally around the world to speak people into their needs wherever that they are and so i pray anyone that's listening in today that you would bless them in their time of prayer they would have powerful effective prayers as the word of god says the effective prayers of a righteous man availeth much and that means man or woman and i thank you for that god and i pray Pray that the prayers that people have, the effective, fervent prayers that they have will be so powerful. And I believe for that. And I'll thank you for it in advance. And we're going to hear great answers to prayer and people's prayer lives will change and and expand beyond anything they've ever imagined or thought about before. I'll thank you for that now. And I give you all the praise. For ask these things now in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, thank you once again for listening in. And I'm going to just make a couple comments about what's coming up in our next podcast. It's going to be entitled, God Promises Freedom from Sin. Now, you know, we've heard about temptation, we've heard about sin, and we know that temptation is not sin until temptation is accepted. So we're going to talk about that and see how God promises us freedom from sin. And I'm telling you, it doesn't mean you'll live a sinless life because Jesus was the only one that lived a sinless life. But we can live and walk, I believe, above the sin that comes from temptation. It's something I could, if I'm not careful, I'd just get into it right now, but I'm pretty much out of time, so I'm going to have to delay that until our next podcast. Well, I would like to encourage you, if you'd like to, check into it to find out what Quality Christian Living is all about. This is a podcast that we started some two, little over two years ago, and this is our 239th podcast. I thank the Lord for that. And our podcasts have gone all over the world, and tens and tens and tens of thousands of people have downloaded them and listened to them, and I thank the Lord for that. And if you'd like to know more about Quality Christian Living, you can go to my website which is davidcfriendauthor.com and when you go there and pull that front page up you'll notice on there there's a link there to all the podcasts and the reason I want to bring this up is because all 239 of them will be there and you can click on there and scroll down and find out which ones you're interested in. There's topics on finance, topics on generosity, there's topics on the gifts of the Spirit and walking in the Spirit, the manifestations of the Spirit, there's podcasts on for businesses, for veterans, a whole plethora of topics that we've covered to help people live a quality Christian life because that's what this is all about. Living that abundant life that Jesus talked about. We read in John 10 10 that the devil comes to kill to steal and destroy but Jesus came to give life and give it more abundantly. Those are his words and so that's the kind of life I want us to live and that's what quality Christian living is all about. It's a series of podcasts helping Christians live that overcoming life and I think of one particular series of podcasts that was that was very well received and had to do with prosperity. What is prosperity? This isn't just a financial thing. It's spiritual Prosperity then can lead to financial prosperity, and if we don't have spiritual prosperity, and I get into that pretty heavy, we're really not prepared to see any financial prosperity because if we receive it without being spiritually ready, we won't handle it right. So it's something that's deep in my heart. It's probably something I'll be writing a book on someday. As a matter of fact, I'm in the midst of turning out my seventh book. I'm really excited about it. It's entitled Faith for Miracles. I did a series of podcasts on having faith for miracles, and it's one that I wanted to write a book on. Well, a podcast doesn't take all that long to do one, but a book takes sometimes a couple of years to put one together. So I'm getting very close to having that completed and probably within three, or four months from now, we should be able to offer that on Amazon. The reason I mentioned that is on my webpage, you'll also notice a reference to a number of books that I've written, topics I think that may be of interest to you and of value to you. So I hope that you might consider those. If you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. So this completes our podcast for today. I hope that you've been blessed by it. I hope that it's something that has strengthened you and lifted you up and encouraged you and given you greater faith for greater more effective prayers. So this ends podcast number 239 entitled God's Promises to Answer Our Prayers and this is Quality Christian Living and I am your host David Friend. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May you prosper in all things and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Thank you once again for listening in. See you next time.